Hello, this is David Papa. Welcome to the Personal Injury Guru Show. And today, we're going to be discussing questions you might have about, hey, my car is being towed from the scene of an accident. Where's the car actually being towed to? And who decided it was going to be towed? And who decided what truck was going to come out to tow the car? And once the car is towed to the location it's at, how can I go pick up my personal belongings out of the car? Questions of that nature pop up all the time. And then other questions arise, such as, you know, I'm going to get my car, but I don't particularly want it to be fixed at the shop it was taken to. That wasn't my choice. And then you're going to have the insurance company telling you, hey, look, you can take it to X, Y, and Z, and they'll take care of your car for you because they take care of a lot of our cars. Remember something, folks, and this is important. You're going to learn that you do not have to listen to any of that. You can take your car to where you want it to be fixed. It's your choice because it's your car. So make sure ahead of time that you know that. So no matter where your car ends up, you can have it moved to a location of your choice. Uh, we're going to answer a lot of these questions that I just uh, threw out there um, with Yehudi, who has his own paint and body shop up in Tampa. And he is an expert in this area. He's been doing this for many years, and he's a real good guy. Um, so I want you to pay attention to that. Also, another thing is, and it's always important, Make sure when you have when you buy a vehicle, have gap insurance because when they go to look at your vehicle and they total your vehicle at any point, you know, the one thing you want to make sure is that you don't have an outstanding balance with the lender. You buy a car for twenty thousand. What if it's totaled and they say you're only going to get seventeen or eighteen thousand back or fifteen or sixteen thousand back? And you say, Yeah, but I spent twenty. Well, here's the thing. If you overspend for your car, the bottom line is that's not the insurance company's issue. What they can't do is they, can't, they have nothing to do with gap insurance. That comes from when you buy your car. And when you initially purchase the car, buy gap insurance because that will always protect you no matter what happens to the vehicle, whether if it's totaled or not, you know you're covered and you can sleep better at night. Uh, that's why this podcast is being done today, because I want you to know more about what happens with a tow truck driver, where your car ends up, and how you fix it. So uh, we'll be back at The Personal Injury Guru shortly. This is the Personal Injury Guru Show with attorney David Papa. Hello, this is David Papa, the Personal Injury Guru. And today we're going to be discussing uh, tow truck drivers from the auto accident sites and the collision center who fixes the vehicles. And I'm here with Yehudi. Hey, Dave, how you doing today? Good, long time no see. Yes, yes, pleasure to be here. Yeah, so um, what I'd like you to start off with is um, talk to everybody right now about your experience at, in the Collision Center and kind of tell everybody what you do. All right, well, my name is Yehudi Diaz. I am the office manager for M&S Paint and Body Shop in Tampa, Florida on Columbus Road. Um, it actually is my in-law shop, so I'm working with family. It's a orient fully family-orientated business. Uh, my brother-in-law is the manager. I'm the office manager. My mom, my, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law still work there. Uh, we have family members that have been... Psh, 
working with them for a while, 20, 30 years. Got a gentleman who's there who's our body guy. He's 74. He's still doing his thing. He's been painting with my dad for many, many years. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's a great family orientated. We make everybody feel comfortable the moment they walk in there. We're very clean. We're down to earth, and we just make everybody feel like they're part of a family. Well, that's nice. Uh, we take care of every car that comes through. Collision. Even a small fender bender, you want to change something, just bring it over and we take care of it. Okay, and, and specifically what I talk to my audience about is um, auto auto accidents and things of, of that nature. Now, when uh, you have a website, I guess that would show photos of vehicles that you've repaired? Yes, we, uh, we have our website, which is uh, www.mnspaintandbodyshop.com. You can also find us on Google. Just put MNS Paint and Body Shop. You can read a lot of our reviews. I have pictures on there from a before and after of cars. You can see how badly it was damaged to how good it came out, like if you just took it right out the, the, um, the lot. That's, see, that's important. I'll tell you. <laughs> yes. People don't realize that. Today, when you go on Google and you're looking for a body shop, you want to see before and after pictures. Of course, of course. How can you take your car to any place if you don't know how it's going to come out? Because you could take it anywhere. They could just use a spray can and they make it may, maybe look make it look good. But then two, two, three years down the road, you're like, what is going on with my car? So, yeah. you know, I we tell a lot of our clients... We use really good paint. We use really good clear. Clear is the most important part of any car. It protects the car. It's just like putting a suntan lotion on your body when you go to the beach. Right. That clear, if it's not a good clear, within two years, this Florida sun and heat will crack it, and there goes the whole body of your car. And by that point... You're already two and three years into it. There's no recourse against the body shops, and they're in trouble. That's it, you know. Oh, yeah, I get it. Um, so let's first talk about this. Um, it, it's important to know people get into car accidents, and sometimes they're real serious car accidents. Yes. You're worried about your loved ones. Maybe someone was transported to the hospital, or you were. And what happens to your car? And I always kind of wondered, well, I know the, the car gets towed away. I know it gets, it ends up someplace, but how do you find out immediately, where's my car? Good question. Um, <laughs> it's always a great question because it's true. Your, your adrenaline is rushing through this accident. Yes. You maybe want to just do something to the other person who hit you because something, all this was not, wasn't meant to be at the time. Right. What do you do? Well, there are a lot of different ways of trying to figure out where your car went. One, you could definitely talk to your local precinct or whoever was in charge of the accident during that time. Here in Florida, you either have your local uh, police officers or you have your sheriffs. Right. Um, different uh, areas get ranged differently besides where you are. Pinellas okay. County, uh, Hillsborough County, Pasco County, everybody has their own different jurisdictions. Um, once your car gets towed, they either have a tow company that comes from um, the police department or from the city. If it's from the city, they'll either tow it to the local pound of the police department, and then from there you can figure out where you could take it and who's going to take it. Right. Um, you do have the ability of telling them, I want my car to go somewhere. And let me interrupt for a second because that's an important point. Yes. And I want everyone to know this. When you get into an automobile accident, don't allow your insurance company to tell you take it to one of our shops. You have the right to take it wherever yes. you want it to be fixed. You have that right. So make sure, and, and I don't think it's a bad thing ahead of time, even though you don't want to anticipate getting into a car accident, but maybe you should look at these body shops ahead of time and say, you know what, if I get into an accident, I'm going to keep them in my speed dial because I want them to pick up my car and take care of my car. Mm -hmm. That way you know where it is. Definitely. Right. Um, 
It's funny you, you mentioned that because right now, every time I uh, get a car in the shop, we have a little key tag that has our name on it. And I could put it on their keys and say, hey, if you ever need me again, it's on your keys. Right. You know, right. you turn on the car every day, you're going to look at my number at the shop. And right. if you have any problems, you could just give us a call. But it's true. You don't have to have the insurance take your car wherever you want. You feel comfortable with a shop that you want to go to, take your car there because you know that the work that they do is the work that you want your car to come out to. At the same time, it may be either a, a friend or family that has suggested, hey, I took my car over to M&S Paint and Body Shop and my car looks immaculate. I think you should take your car there. They'll give you good work. Right. And the work speaks for itself. Right. And I'll tell you, a lot of people, including myself, I love my automobiles. I love my cars. And you know this. I you do know, I do I, know that. I love the old muscle cars, especially. And, uh, you know, if someone hits one of them, I want to make sure that they're as good as they were before they were hit. Yes. And that's important to me. Yes, very, very and much it, so. it really is. And I wouldn't trust the insurance company to say, take it to one of our places where they're getting a discount for sending all their work. You don't know what type of work you're always going to get there. I want to choose someone like yourself who's going to say, look, here's my before and after pictures. This is what we do. We're a family-owned business. You speak to us. We're the ones that are going to fix your car. We're the ones who are going to guarantee your car. Yes. And it's going to look as good as new because that's important to a lot of people. The other, the other part on that I want to chime on to you is more of what needs to get fixed onto the car. Right. Um, you have a lot of dealerships that, you know, no, no disrespect to anybody, but they, they'll add on that little extra, oh, retainer or whatever and put that onto the price and they really don't need it. But then that's more money they're putting onto the estimate or more money that, that they got to get paid out or the more money that the, the client needs to pay out. And it's, it's a bad move. You want to make sure you get you paying for every part that you get because there are thousands of parts in a car. Sure. And, you know, one small part could cost between 40 to four hundred dollars, right? And if it's that four hundred dollar mark, and they really don't need that part, they make that money off of that part. Sure, they do. Um, and there's some that that will really go above and beyond just to make that extra money. And we're not like that. We want to make sure you paying for what you get, and your car looks exactly how you want. Okay, so now, we, so so far, what we've kind of learned is the vehicle gets damaged, and your um, what? How do you know who's going to drive to the uh, accident scene with a tow truck? Which company knows? To go there, how well, do they find out who dispatches them? There's a rotation that a lot of uh, city uh, vehicles do tow trucks. They're okay. on a, a specific rotation through the police department. I see. Okay. Um, and they'll tell them, all right, well, this this unit of cars, you guys are gonna be around this area. If we need you, you come over here, and this unit will be over here. If we need you, you come over here, and that's how it works. Okay. Um, there, if you notice, I, I don't know if you have, but sometimes there are some trucks that are get there right away. <laughs> right. I mean, right. they're sometimes even there before the ambulance even comes. Right. Um, that's because they're they're within the area, and it makes it easy. And they and they all carry police scanners. Most right. of these tow trucks are are have the the rights and the abilities and the licenses to listen to what the police scanners say. So if they say there's a you know a very fatal accident on Highway 19 by McMullen Booth or by say uh, Curlew Gulf the Bay, yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, I'm right down the block. Let me yeah. just drive over there and go see. Okay. Sometimes it's great that they're there yes. on the spot because they could help out faster than you know the ambulance come because they do have equipment on their cars to help either take somebody out or help stop the traffic or whatever it is. And then there they could take the car and then figure out. But once they take the car and put it on their lift, yes. you have a few options. 
if someone's conscious or someone could do it, they could take the number from the tow truck and you know call that person. Normally, it's either a number to their dispatcher right. or directly to their cell phones, and they could say, "Hey, where are you taking my car?" or "Can you please take my car to this location because this is where I want my car to get fixed." Right. Right. If they're not able to do that, then their best way is basically calling the um, station and saying, "Okay, my car was in an accident yesterday. My car was at this time." This tow truck took it, and then they could find out, oh, yeah, that tow truck took your car and dropped it off here, and then that's where you could find it. Perfect. And another thing I get from my clients on a regular basis is my car was towed, and we always help them find out where it is. And we typically go by the police report. Gotcha. I think that's the best way that we found. But also, how can we get our belongings out of the car? We have all of our stuff in the car, the kid's backpack. We have our laptops, our computers. And it's important. It's vital that they get their, their personal things out of the vehicle. So how does that work? Um, again, it's almost the same way of, of finding the car. You basically got to call and find out where it's at. Um, you have all right to the car. The only, the main thing you basically have to use is show them proof that it is your car. Right. Um, on nowadays, there's so much, so many scams and so many things that anybody could just say, "Hey, that's actually my car." All right, well, go get it, and then you could just grab everything out of there. And it's not your car. And there goes all the belongings. Then all right. of a sudden, you come and hey, oh, can I get my belongings from my car? They're like, uh, you just came. So make sure you have proper ID. Right. Um, I know most people like to keep their registrations in the car, but always keep something on you. We, in my household, we like to keep a copy of our registration and everything else in the house and also on our person in the car because you never know what's going to happen. All right. That will stop there for a second. That advice is very good advice. And you heard it uh, from Yehudi who told you, and I agree with him, make sure that you keep copies of that information. So if you do need to go to your car, show proof of ownership and you want to get your personal belongings out. Plus, if you want to get that vehicle towed to your choice of um, you know, collision center, make sure you have that information. Yeah. And I think that's very, very important to, to tell people, and I, I appreciate it that. Is. It is. You know, we've had, we've had clients come and say, well, all my stuff, just to say it was such a bad accident that the, maybe the car caught on fire. You know, all that is paper. All that is going gonna to melt away. Yeah. And if you only had one copy of that, I'm sorry. That's that's bad. that's a problem. It's a big problem, and yeah. you know a lot of. Uh, and I try like I have two daughters, and I try and enforce them. They're starting. One is going to start to drive soon. I'm like, look, don't leave your license in the car. A lot of kids like to leave their license in the car because they just use it for the car. Right. They're, your license will be gone. Yeah. <laughs> anything can happen. Sure, if there's absolutely. a fire, if if, if yeah. your car crashes, it rolls over, over, rolls over, and yeah. anything else. At oh. the same time, it's your personal ID. If the car goes, and just say. Just to say, the, the, the tow truck guy is not an honest guy. He went, decided to go home. Let me see what they got here. They rampage through a car. They find your ID. That's a lot of information on that license. Yeah. So it's always good to make sure you keep your stuff secure, keep your license on you at all times, um, and make copies. I always, we, in my household, I'm telling you, my wife has been very adamant about it. She's in, been in several accidents throughout her year. And she's right. like, her first accident, she got hit really bad. And she left all her stuff in the car and she lost it. Oh. And she had no information on the car. She couldn't get it back. She tried to get motor vehicles in there, asking for stuff. And she's like, but I don't remember my license plate. I don't remember my, my zip VIN number. What do I do? And, you know, thank God her father, you know, worked at the, at, at, had, had the shop. He was able to figure it out. And right. then that's how she got her stuff back. Okay. So that's why it's important, folks, because crazy things happen. And if at least if you have a copy of your driver's license, if you have a copy of the registration of the vehicle, right. the VIN number... It's okay to have these things. It's a quick photograph. Everyone has iPhones and every other damn oh, yeah. phone. Take photos of all that and keep it on you. Yep. Uh, just in case you have an accident, just in case you need those things. It's important. 
uh, because that's what today's program is about. And I know it's not the most important aspect of an accident. It's always the human beings and whether they're injured or not. But this episode is about your car and making sure that when it gets towed, you know where it's going and you know that your car is safe and you know how to get there, what to show them for proof of ownership. And you can, of course, always go to your car with proof of ownership and clear yes, it out, right? And clear it out. Yep. Awesome. All right. Now, so we talked a little bit about that. And um, I think it's also important to mention, um, as far as the vehicle is concerned, you said um, the vehicle can get to the, obviously, to your choice if they take it to MSP and Body Shop. That's your place. Mm -hmm. They take it there. How does the insurance company know it's there? And uh, what are the options? I know the first option I'll tell you is I know that I tell my clients always. Make sure when you call the insurance company, tell them your vehicle was, um, you know, towed away by the company on the, on the actual, uh, you know, uh, police report. Mm -hmm. But um, when you get it, what are your duties? So once the car comes to the shop, there are two. There are two different options. Um, if the car comes and the client already had um, made a report with the with the insurance company, mm -hmm. they will go and send their adjuster. So. For instance, I've gotten a car just last week. The car came. It was dropped off by a tow, by a tow company. Oh, this car was, was, was told to tow here. I was like, okay. So we put it in the back. And then no more than 30 minutes later, I get a phone call. Hi, we're, this is Adam from, from Geico Progressive Allstate, whatever it is. Yep. I hear there's a car there. There's a 2020 Mazda, whatever, whatever. Sure, um, we'd be over today to, get, to check it out and go through and adjust it and tell you what needs to get fixed. Awesome. Other times, we have one where it's already at us or they've already gone to another scene or maybe it was able to be driven home the adjuster will go straight to their home take pictures send the adjustment do all the paperwork and email us whatever the estimate will be and then the the, the client comes and drops their car off but we already know what the adjuster looked at and what needs to get fixed okay so when you get an adjuster that comes by he doesn't estimate um on the vehicle Tell me, is, is the original estimate always the estimate that uh, you deal with, or is always work after that once you open that car up? Ah, that's a great <laughs> question, and I have to really explain this well. There's always an underbody. People see what's superficial, which is basically up front. So if somebody goes and hits a bumper, and I'm going to use the bumper because that's always the first place that always gets messed up. <laughs> right. If you get a crash in the bumper, there are a lot of different pieces behind that bumper. There's sensors, there's their lights, and there's your reinforcement. There's all these other little brackets behind there. And the adjuster comes and say, oh, we just need to change the bumper. The bumper has a hole here, but boom. You look at it, but when we take it off and everything falls out, then we have to do what's called a supplement. We have to add all those extra pieces onto the estimate and get it back to the adjuster. The only worst part about it is that you have either some companies are different. One or two of them will say, sure, add that on, send us a supplement, go ahead for it. Or we have to basically add it on and wait again for the adjuster to come back and see those parts, make sure it's right. Because, like I had mentioned before, there are a lot of companies who will just add that extra on there just to get that little extra. Right. So, so. they'll come out and they'll review it and then they'll offer you the check for the second supplement yes. or the third supplement. Or whatever whatever it, is. it is. How about, how about um, a lot of cars when they get hit, the first thing people mention to me when they come to my office, it was really bad. The two words that everybody uses is, Frame damage? What about frame damage? Frame damage is very tough. When you finally get a car that has a frame damage, you're on a fence. You're on a fence for two things. Either it could get fixed or it's totaled. 
Okay. No in between. There's no in between. <laughs> right. there, literally, there isn't right. any in between. Once a frame is damaged, a lot happens to the car. A lot of things get pulled out of whack. Um, doors don't sit right. Windows are halfway this way. The engine, the bottom, whatever's all inside because you have a frame which is a square and then everything falls in between it. So now if you have a straight bar that's here and your frame is going this way, guess what? That's, that straight bar is not straight anymore. Now right. that's being pinched this way. So then if we could straighten it out this way or move it this way, is a lot that goes on. So that's why it's either totaled or repairable. I see. Because everything's connected. It's like the human body. Everything is connected. It's like the human body. Everything is connected. Right. Um, a lot of more frame damages happen from since I've been there or if you get hit by the wheel well. That wheel well section, is, I think, is the most fragile section to get hit. Ah. Um, that wheel well to the front, only in the front of the car. The right. back of the car is stronger than the front is. But if you get hit in the front of the car, I've seen frames totally get bent this way. What happens when it gets bent this way, then you can't turn your tires this way. Right. And I've seen cars go totaled. Right. And, and there's only that damage. And it could be just a fender that could be broken. But once you bend that frame, totaled. Wow. And, and let's let's talk about what total really means. People always ask if their car is going to get totaled. Gotcha. It's a it's a what eighty percent of it, the value it's of the 80 vehicle. Eighty percent of the value of the vehicle. And the value of the vehicle, and this has always been a fight. <laughs> Every time it's you not what you paid for when you bought it. <laughs> That's one of the keys. You know, because people, you know, if, if you got screwed at the place you bought the vehicle, that doesn't mean you're going to get that percentage. Yes. It's, it's eighty yes. percent of what is it? The, is it a Kelly Blue Book or Black Book? Um, they, they were it's eighty percent of what the damage could be to repair. Okay. So, perfect example. We had a twenty twenty Honda Accord come to the shop two months ago. Young gentleman, military guy, very nice guy. Um, he just bought it two weeks ago from the day he came to the shop. Right. Unfortunately, he hit a young lady head on. And as I was talking about framework, yep. his frame got bent. And all he did was hit the right corner of his car. Right. But with hitting the right corner of the car, it being such a newer car, it, it blew off the airbags to the driver's side and all the airbags to the passenger side. Then to the whole front and bent the whole frame. So as we get the car after, just as we mentioned before, piece part by part, we kept on going through the car. Oh, this needs to get added on. This needs to get added on. This needs to get added on. And then finally, the biggest part, just to let everybody know, when your airbag goes off, just be ready. It may be totaled. Right. Lo and behold, after we added the two airbags, the car was basically totaled. Wow. It had, we were ready at close to almost $24,000 to fix it. Wow. The value of the car is only $80,000. $80, well, whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is. And the adjuster came and said, sorry, the car's totaled. Yeah. See, that's what I'm thinking. You know, when you see the values, that's another thing. It's it's always difficult to see exactly where the insurance companies and I've been doing this for many years, where they come up with the exact dollar value, how much that vehicle is worth, yes. and what eighty percent is on that value. But whatever value it comes out to be, in my opinion, is if it's eighty percent of any damn number they came up with, you don't want that car back. No. So you're best off getting it totaled anyway. Getting totaled anyway. So they might say, well, the blue book says it's worth 20000 or the black one says it's worth 22000 Well, damn, if I'm up around fifteen dollars to $18,000 worth of damage, I don't want the car. Yeah. Who wants it? Yeah. Because you know what's going to happen. It's going to be trouble. It's going to be problematic. The value of the vehicle isn't going to be the same ever. And, and you can't make the car. You can't make the call of it being totaled. The insurance, your insurance company. They do it. Is the one that makes the call. Right. You can't say, oh, my car is totaled. I just want a new car. 
it doesn't work that way. If the insurance company comes and they kind of see, okay, this is getting up there, this is getting up there, just like this accord that I told you about. Yeah. The adjuster had come to the shop four times because every time we started working on the car and started taking part by part, we're like, oh, we need this. Oh, we need, I mean, I don't, I'll never forget that day because I worked on the car myself. We had to gut the whole inside of the car. We took off almost every chair, everything in there to get to the seatbelts, to get to the module. The module is the module itself <clears throat> on a car for the seatbelt is so expensive. Really? Oh, it's so expensive. I'll, I'll, I'll give you everyone a word of advice. If you ever get into a car accident and you break your headlights, get ready. You're paying over $800 just for headlights on a new I've car. I've seen that. I've seen that. It's crazy. A headlight. Just one headlight. What is going on today? Just a headlight. Yeah. I crazy. tell everybody comes to the shop and they're like, oh, I, I hit somebody from the front. And I'm like, I'll look at them and say, did you break your headlight? And they'll look at me, why you ask me that question? I said, because I'm going to tell you right now, you're you're going to already jump to close to $1,000 just for a headlight. Like, Come on, it's a headlight. No. I said, okay, and then I'll put it in the computer and they'll see. Yeah. Well, that's a good point because, you know, even when I have to get a headlight replaced, it's $400. And I'm saying to myself, wow, you know, when did this happen? Yes. And it's getting out of control. Yes. But um, so so, so far we, we get the understanding as far as you know, how the the workings are, um, each individual has a right to take their vehicle mm -hmm. to their own shop. Um, you know how to find your vehicle now because you should be able to find out through the police department or um, hopefully if they've got a police report, it'll be on there. And of course, you know, then you, you track your car down. Make sure you keep your registration separately in your license so you can get in there and prove ownership of the vehicle. Keep your title separate. Just make copies or photos. And then you can get your stuff cleared out, and then you can take your car to wherever you want to get it fixed. Yes. And uh, if they want to total your car, don't argue with them so much because I'm thinking that I don't want that car back. So that's kind of where we are right now with this. Uh, and it makes a lot of sense because I certainly wouldn't want a car back with that kind of damage. No, it's, it's a lot of work. And the more you try and fix something down the road, you're going to say, oh, wait, this isn't working. Oh, this isn't working. Oh, this isn't working. And now with... You know, most cars are, you know, it's like a computer now. All these signals and signs and oh. everything's going to just come up. Right. It's, well, let me ask you that question. Yes. You know, I know I, I have sensors at the back of my car. Most new cars have sensors. Mm -hmm. And you said the sensors get damaged. For whatever reason, what the what insurance company, when my car got rear-ended, I was told recently, you know, you want to take this to one of our shops because of the fact that there's sensors and they can fix the sensors. Well, you can fix the sensors, right? Yeah. Sensors are just, depending what it is, it gets ordered. Right. So don't let the insurance company, you know, kind of fool you or trick you into thinking, hey, you know, because of the sensitivity of the technology, you better take it to one of our shops because that's just not true. It, it all depends on the type of car you have. Right. Now, if you're a high-end guy and you like high-end cars, there are some dealerships that just, or body shops that just deal with that high-end car. Right. But I the would, average, the average, the average car on the average car, you you could change anything on there with no problem. Right. It doesn't have you don't have to just take it to a specific uh, spot. Right. Um, and chiming on that is also with any part of the car. Right. Um, when we order our parts, we there's two things you could call what we call them is OEM, which means basically is straight from factory, straight from either the the car dealership, Toyota. Uh, um, Ford, GMC, we get the part directly from their factory, which is the, where the car was made. Okay. Or we also get what is called aftermarket parts. Aftermarket right. parts are they're made 
not specifically from the dealership, a little less cheaper, but still it does the same work and it does the same thing. Right. Um, on top of that, aftermarket sells what is called Kappa, which is, I would say, you have your OEM up here and your Kappa is basically right underneath them. And then okay. your aftermarket is underneath them. It's just in different tiers. Okay. Because I see a lot of aftermarket issues with people saying, oh my God, they want to fix my car with aftermarket parts. Aftermarket, you could do it in two different ways. You got aftermarket, which is basically still new, but not made by the company, not made by Toyota or GMC or whatever. It's just basically the same part that fits your car. The other aftermarket is you could find it from a, um, a company that basically takes old parts and fixes them, makes them brand new and kind of refurbishes them and sells them back out again because they still work. Okay, let's talk about that for a second. Because I know that a lot of my clients have made a real uh, issue out of that. And I, I don't blame them because when you hear aftermarket, you're always thinking, oh, it's used. It's not it going to be the same. But parts aren't people. Parts are pieces of metal, yes. pieces of steel, yes. pieces of aluminum. Yes. They can be brand new or they can be made back to brand new. And still work perfectly well as if it was new. Right. So aftermarket isn't a bad word. It's not a bad word. Okay, because everyone thinks word. aftermarket no. is such a bad word. It's not a bad word. And we have actually really good companies now um, that sell really good aftermarket parts that, you know, they're not low-grade parts. They're mid-grade and they work well. You know, it's like, you know, you could go get an, you know, a cheap Nike pair of sneakers and mm -hmm. it still works great, but it's not the real Nike. And it still works. <laughs> well, you know? in today's society, that seems to be what it is. In, in television, for instance, yeah. everybody now has a 40, 50, 60 inch television. They all work the same. They're all awesome. But 15 years ago, you couldn't get that. You the only had, had either. Those, yeah, you had the big ones. And, and if you had a big one, yeah. Oh, you yeah. got a good TV yeah. now, don't you? But now, now it, the, 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 the playing field has leveled with television. Very much so. And so it really has with aftermarket parts. parts. Yes. So don't be too afraid of aftermarket parts then. And at the same time, you also got to see it like this. Um, if, say, for instance, you got an accident just yourself, you did not use your insurance, you made the dumb move of turning too, too close to a bar and you just messed up the whole side of your car. And now right. you're like, oh, my God, I can't use my insurance for this. I have a thousand dollar. And I got to get to the deductible later. Yeah, too. we will. I have a thousand dollar deductible and my 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 repairs are going to cost me like five, six hundred bucks. Right. Why would I use my thousand dollars when I'm only paying five, six hundred bucks for it? Guess yeah. what? An aftermarket part that could cost six hundred dollars OEM is $300 in aftermarket, and it still makes your car look like brand new. I would pay the $300 in aftermarket and not break my pocket. And there's really no difference. And there's really no difference. And no one's going to be able to tell and the difference. And nobody will ever even tell the difference. There it is, folks. That's some good <laughs> advice. you know. And I'll tell you, that's what this show is about. It's about learning things that I'm, I'm having some difficulty with after 20 years. I'm sure you are too, just getting into this. And that is, um, it's funny when you deal with collision centers no one talks about them. No one talks about the tow truck driver and where they take your car and yes. how to get everything back. So we've pretty much covered, covered all that a lot. information. Covered a lot. And you mentioned deductibles. That'll be the last thing maybe yes. we talk about. Deductibles. Once you get your car and you actually get your insurance for your, deduct for, for your car, yep. you have to um, kind of put a lot of things in cons into consensus. Yep. Basically, your biggest one is your deductible. If you know you could afford a high insurance and a high deductible, hey, go right ahead. If you know you can't, try not to because at the long run, you never know what's going to happen and that deductible will really kick you in the rear really fast. Yeah, and let me tell you the legal part of that deductible. If you get into an automobile accident, it's somebody else's fault and their insurance company fixes it, there's no deductible. Mm -hmm. However, if there's no insurance on the other side, 
your insurance is going to pay for it. And anytime your insurance pays for it, there's a deductible that has to be met by you first. Yes. And that's what we're talking about. So everybody's a little bit different. I, I hate those deductibles. I just, I never did like them, but they exist. They exist. And, and as a necessary evil, we have to discuss them. So if you have your own vehicle and you're getting it fixed before the other side does because you need to get into a rental car right away, then you're going to pay the deductible. Mm -hmm. If you can wait and let them investigate a little bit, let the other side take responsibility and they pay, then there's typically no deductible. And a lot of the times, even if it's a clear-cut accident, your insurance company will say, look, we'll pay for it, but don't worry about the deductible. We'll get it from the other side because clearly they know it was a, a rear-ender and it was the other side's fault. Yes. Uh, I've seen all of that happen. Um, but at the same time, uh, with rental cars, make sure you understand that you should have rental car on your insurance because the other side, whether they do or they don't, it would make sure that you're guaranteed a rental car right away. Uh, typically, what we do is we help people get into their rental cars when they get hit, their, their vehicles are damaged. And um, as soon as the, uh, the adjusters get on the phone and they look at both insurance sides, they'll get you into a rental right away. And that's something that's very important. So I would always recommend people keep rental on your insurance mm -hmm. first and foremost, because if somebody else hits you with no insurance, you're simply not going to have that option. And you need a rental because it's going to take some time to It'll fix the car. It'll take some time. It'll take, it all depends on the accident you have and what needs to get fixed. Right. Um, we right. talked about framing. Uh, if, you're, if your car needs to get framed, just give your car a week to be at the shop. Because uh, it's basically we got it before we fix anything on the car We got to put it on a frame machine make sure we pull it right make sure it's straight enough for us to put any other part on top of that So that right. it all sits well right. um, One millimeter off the bumper is not gonna stay right another millimeter off the door won't line up, right? Right. It won't close right then you're gonna get your light stays on or your bing 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 You know that oh, little that annoying yeah. sound when your sure. door is open yeah. <laughs> so You want to jump off a bridge after you know what minutes. I'm saying? Yeah, so these are things that you basically need to make sure it's right and if you know you 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 got to you, right. you just have to deductible is very important There are some people that don't know that they have a deductible right and when they come in and they drop their car off They think the insurance is paying for it and we're like, uh, yeah, you know, you owe us a thousand dollars They're like no my insurance is paying for it. They're like no your insurance paid for your repairs, right? You still have right. to pay for your deductible, right? Um, and the sad part is seeing someone when you tell them that they can't take their car well, Straight because up. if the other person has no insurance, they have to pay the deductible. That's it. There's no way around it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we've covered everything. Um, and again, folks, if you have any questions, you can always uh, you can always ask us. We'll be happy to answer those questions. Yes. Just um, you know, certainly go to the uh, the podcast site, and we'll be happy to respond to you in a timely fashion. Yeah. And thank you very much for coming well, by, my friend. Thank you very much, Dave. I you appreciate know. it. Again, if anybody needs any work, we are located in Tampa, yep. uh, right on Columbus Road, down right down the block from Raymond James Stadium, hey, Super Bowl James. champions, um, and also uh, the New York Yankees spring training camp. We're right down the block. We're in between very two famous uh, places, which is La Teresita. If you want some food, you can come leave your car, go have some food. Look at that. <laughs> and we're right yeah, down the road. We're, we're there to help you guys out. We do all type of collisions, even restore rest restorations of cars. So. Beautiful. Well, folks, we've given it to you the best we can, and we'll be right back on the Personal Injury Guru. Welcome back to the Personal Injury Guru. I am David Papa, and we heard from Yehudi today, and I hope that information was helpful. 
Uh, my goal is to bring light to a lot of issues that people really just don't always understand. And again, some people may have a real good handle on things. Other people may not. I've always had a few questions about different ways and, and uh, the, the vehicles are handled and making sure. Uh, today we learned a, a perfect example of making sure if the car flips over or if it's on fire, make sure that whatever happens, you've got a copy of the title, the registration. Take photos of that. That, that makes perfect sense. It's so easy. Also, have in your phone, have somebody's collision center that you want your vehicle taken to so you can handle that. You can even handle it at the scene if you're okay and you're not in bad shape and you don't have to go to the hospital, but your car doesn't run. You can handle it right there. You can tell the tow truck driver to take your car wherever you want. That's important. You've also understood that gap insurance is important to have on your vehicle in case it is totaled. That way you don't get stuck owing your lender money when you don't have a car. Uh, obviously, that would be just a mess. Um, so it's important that you uh, that we broadcast this to you and we let you know all these things because I think there are issues that pop up on a day-to-day -day basis, and I think it's good to inform everyone of all these issues. So if you do like me, uh, you know, hit the like button, subscribe to me, um, and share to your uh, to my YouTube channel. Subscribe to my podcast um, at your favorite uh, podcast subscriber. That'd be great. Uh, I'll always answer answer any inquiries that you may have. Uh, if you just want to be on the show or if you think you have a good idea for the show, I'm always always ears open. I'm ready to listen. And you can always reach me at just Google Papa Injury Law. Or you can go to uh, dpapa at papainjurylaw.com. And I'll be happy to respond to any questions or any thoughts that you may have. Um, I'm trying to do a good service here. I'm trying to get to know people and let them get to know me at the same time, giving information that hopefully is valuable to you. Uh, thank you. And uh, we'll see you again.